Yo, 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 it's your boy Devin, and I'm back with another episode of I Stopped Drinking So I Started a Podcast. Yo, I was thinking, I want some of y'all to reach out to me, okay? I want to know who you are. I want to know where you come from, what you like to do for fun. I want to know what is something you like about where you're from, whether it be your city, state, country, whatever. You know, I want to know who you are. I want to know what makes you tick. I want to know what you feel that people around the world should know about where you're from. I want you to dispel some um, some rumors or some misconceptions about your country, about the people, about the culture. Because, you know, I know it comes off as quote-unquote typical liberal bullshit. But I believe in cultural exchange. I believe that that people from different places who who look different, eat different, dress different, listen to different music, they have something to to teach one another. And when we teach, we learn, we gain appreciation. When we learn, the walls come down because in a lot of ways, we're all looking through uh, rose-tinted glasses. You think of a country or a city or a state, you always think about the good things. You know, you see New York City, you see the big lights, you see Times Square, you see different shots of the city on movies it looks a certain way but there's a different aspect to it there's the real aspect to it you see people from paris london uh moscow amsterdam uh wherever and you have this preconceived notion of what it's like to be there what the people are like what the atmosphere is like And unless you've actually spent a good amount of time being there or you've had in-depth conversations with people who live there or are from there, you can't really get a good grasp of it. And it goes the opposite way. When people talk about places like Chicago, it's always right to the violent aspect, right to the gang aspect of it. There is no emphasis on the positive or the good in the city. So I want to talk to people. I want to talk to some of my listeners and I want to see and I want to hear what it's like to come from where you're from. Experience the things that you experience. What do you like about where you're from? What don't you like about where you're from? What are some things that you would change? What are some things that if you were in charge, you would do differently? Because I don't I don't believe in. You know, cultural appropriation. I know that's a term that's thrown out a lot. And I know in today's world, things like racism, um, things like cultural appropriation, terms like woke, all these things are overused terms. And when you start to overuse a word so often and you misuse it, the word loses its real value. So when someone is actually being affected by these words or these phrases or 
or events that fit into the true definition of them, people don't give a shit. They don't care because you've cried wolf a hundred times. And now, now that it's here, I don't know whether to believe it or not. So I don't believe in things like cultural appropriation because I believe in cultural exchange. Because when people talk about things like cultural appropriation, they dumb it down to the lowest common denominator. It's a hairstyle. It's a it's a barrette or it's a shirt or it's music or it's it's just something that's so arbitrary and meaningless that you're the only thing that you're gaining from it is the energy, the negative energy. You've pissed someone off. Now they're off their rocker. And in today's world where people are professional trolls, in my in my opinion, you go on Instagram or any other social media platform. And it's just people throwing out comments just to get a reaction out of people. So when we live in this reactionary society, you getting somebody off of their square, you getting somebody to lose composure is is a drug for them. The high they get from that is much bigger than anything else. So you get some you get one of our white brothers. They marry one of our Nigerian sisters or a Ghanaian sister. And they go to Nigeria or they go to Ghana and they participate in a traditional wedding ceremony. That man is going to put on traditional garb. He's going to wear a traditional outfit. Is that cultural appropriation? No. It's adhering to someone's tradition. You go to certain places around Europe to smaller cities where people have uh, souvenirs of um traditional cultural clothing they don't feel disrespected when you buy these goods they feel proud when you put a smile on your face and and you're looking and you feel good they feel good about that they feel good about sharing their culture with you it's the same way here tomorrow's tuesday and motherfuckers all over the country white black asian and everything in the middle are going to eat tacos. Why? Because it's Taco Tuesday. Is that not cultural appropriation? We have to be so much more open. Because in today's society, the world is so small. I can get online and I can get in contact with anybody I want to. From any part, any corner of the globe that I want to. Why not share? Why not participate in the exchange? You go to someone's house. They're of a different ethnicity. They think you're going to hate the food. You kill the food. They're happy. They're pleased to share this with you. And I don't think that it's a conservative or liberal ideal. I think it's a human idea. I mean, face it, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, unless there's another earth somewhere. We from the same motherfucker. We are from the same goddamn planet. And if I can share something with you to make your life better, because I have seen it. I've seen it in things like Carabana. The the Caribbean festival that we go to every single year. This is a West Indian thing. It's, it's Trini to be specific. And Trinidad is a country full of a vast array 
of cultures and ethnicities. You have Afro trainees. You have Indian trainees. You have Chinese trainees. You have mulatto trainees. You have, <laughs> you have a collection of people who have come together to create this one festival. And, and they've taken a little bit from every single culture. And it's created this dish. This beautiful stew that anyone can be a part of. And now when we go to Carabana, it's in Toronto. Toronto is one of the most ethnically diverse cities in the world. And anyone can take part in this, in this festival, in this parade. So you have, you have Trini people. You have people from other West Indian nations. Jamaica, Barbados, Grenada. Then you have people from Haiti. Then you have people from, from Canada who come from uh, Asian backgrounds, who come from European backgrounds, who come from mixed race backgrounds. It's a, it's a huge exchange of culture. And I think that if people shared a little bit more, because people are guarded with their culture sometimes, and I understand why. Because a lot of times you share shit with people and they throw it in your face. A lot of times you open your door to other people and they don't appreciate it. They got questions. When they see something, they're always trying to correlate it to something negative. And I get that. But I think as a collective society in this world, we can't just share under certain circumstances. Marriage. <clears throat> friendship. You know, these are... These are cornerstone aspects of, of our civilization. But I remember going to school and, you know, we'd have immigrant, you know, kids coming to school and they'd get this lunch packed. Their mom and dad or their parents would send them with this ethnic lunch that that is something that is made <clears throat> by everyone back home. <clears throat> Excuse me. By everyone back home. It's normal. And they come and they open up that lunchbox. And people look over. And the, the whispers start. The pointing starts. What the fuck is that? What are they eating? What is that smell? I get it. People, they're ignorant and they're rude as fuck. People, and you think that it's a child thing. But it's not. Adults continue that same bullshit mindset of if, if you don't understand it, you ridicule it. So those same kids, they go home and their mom is like, so what do you want for lunch tomorrow? I want a sandwich. I want some chips. I want a juice box. And the mom is what? Why? But I thought you'd like this. This is your favorite. And now the kid has to explain to his parents that the kids in school made fun of him for him being himself, for him expressing his culture, for their parents passing down the cultural exchange between family members and generations. I understand. But with me, I'm open to that shit. Luckily for me, I grew up very open-minded my parents expose us to a lot of stuff i don't really care about all that shit i think that i possibly have more to learn from you than you have to learn from me i think that 
me as an American, it's a weird thing because we have an American culture. It's a widespread American culture. But to say that there is a longstanding tradition, longstanding cultural norms is just not a realistic statement to make. One, our country is so young. Two, there's so many different people and ethnic groups that make up the fiber of what is American. So, like I mentioned before, Taco Tuesday. Taco is a Mexican thing. We got Chinatowns in every city. Every major city has a Chinatown or or, or an Asian-specific area. Every town has a European-specific area. Every town or city has a a West Indian or African set of town, a, a side of town. So we take all these things and we blend them together. And that's what makes Americana. So the way I talk, the way I dress, the way we eat, it wouldn't be a concentrated culture, but it's it's ours on our own. And the one thing that I've always noticed is that no matter what you identify with, because in America we have all these different subgroups. So it's not like you're American, you're either African-American or you're Mexican-American or you're Italian-American or so on and so forth. But you're never really American-American, quote-unquote American-American until you leave. And people hear you talk. They see that that, I mean, our fashion isn't the greatest. Let me be honest about that. You know, you go to other countries, they are not wearing sweatpants to go to the grocery store. My mother-in-law puts on a whole face, makeup, clothes, perfume to go to the grocery store. Because in her culture, that's just not what you do. So I think that if we open our door to one another and we honestly have sincere and genuine discussions with one another, then we can gain more understanding with each other because there is so much distance between us so much. I mean, even within your own community, there's distrust, there's distaste, there's disdain. So I think if we could open up and have a sincere dialogue and be friends, be cordial, be relaxed. See, if you come on my live streams, like this is what I'm doing now. It's the 23rd in two days. I'm opening up the live streams again on YouTube. So I want to talk to you. I want to have a friendly discourse with you. Because I want to get to know you. I want Not only because you're my listener. Not only because you've supported me. But I'm sure you have something that you want to say. And I know my platform is not that big. But in the realm of, of YouTube and the internet and social media. Anyone can reach and touch you. Anyone can reach and touch your content and hear your voice. And that's important. To be heard is important, not just for negative shit, 
you know, I was just listening to a story on the radio of this woman, how she divorced her husband and how she went online and she joined this online community and they all kind of patted her on the back and they told her everything she was thinking was right. Everything that she was doing was right. Despite the fact that all she was doing was shutting out her husband. All she was doing was destroying her family. And you go online and you hit these echo chambers and people are apathetic because it doesn't concern them. If your life fucking falls apart, they don't care. That's not the dialogue that I want. I want us to have a positive exchange because I want to have a positive benefit on your life and vice versa. I want to walk away from my conversation knowing that I talked to someone new. I talked to someone different and they gave me a new perspective on life. They gave me something to think about. They gave me something to feel. And that's important. You know, when I notice something, how much more I feel now that I'm not really drinking. How much I feel, how how numb I was. I didn't notice it. I didn't notice it before. I just kind of, I don't know. It just became a, a part of daily life for me. It just became a part of how I lived. And people say that, that, that you drink to drown out what's going on in your life. And I wasn't doing that because I was still aware of everything that was happening in my life. But now looking back on it, I was drowning out the proper response that I should have had. I was numbing myself. And I want to get some of that back. I want to start to feel that shit again. I want to start to feel the things that made me awake or excuse me, not awake, but feel a lot. Because I got off on that. I'd always been a very social person. I'd always been someone who who talked to, to everyone, to anyone. And I kind of started to retreat into myself. And I retreated into myself. I, I became depressed and I gained weight and I became more depressed and it became just this vicious cycle. And I'm glad that that's over. And I'm glad that now I can I can rebuild the pieces that I feel like I lost before. So if you're not scared, hit me up, man. Hit me up. My email address. And and don't be hitting me on no troll shit. Don't be hitting me on no goofy shit. I'm not here for goofy shit. I, I, will, I will end the conversation right away. I'm here for sincere shit. I'm here to have sincere conversations with real fucking people. I'm not here to have my email spammed. I'm not here for you to get on and, and talk no bullshit to me. I'm here for real man shit. That's what this platform is for. To give men a real voice. Outside of all the tragic shit you find online. All the, the fucking, oh, you got to be top G. This is, No, that's not real shit. I want real shit. Real shit for real motherfuckers. Period. End of story. Because 
check your shit check check your shit now. Okay? If you don't want if you're not willing to come on the platform and be real and be sincere and be genuine, don't waste your time. Don't waste my time and don't make a fool of yourself. So, my email address is devin d e v i n dot young y o u n g 82 at gmail.com send me an email hit me up let's schedule something out and let's get going because i want to hear from you i want to hear your story i want to know who you are and i want us to start to forge a relationship and build a bond i don't care who you are where you come from what color you are what gender you are and I, when i say gender i mean two don't come in here talking about you an attack helicopter or you're a hot wheels 18 wheeler none of that shit be genuine be sincere i believe in respect i give you respect i give everyone i meet respect because i expect respect in return that's how i roll and I will never come at you sideways. So, again, no goofy shit, y'all. My email is devin.young82 at gmail.com. So, thank y'all for listening. Check out the live stream on Wednesday, this upcoming Wednesday, January 25th, with the big homie Jerry. It's at... 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're going to kick it. We're going to talk about some interesting subjects. And hit me up, y'all. Hit me up so you can be on live, too. Because I want to hear from you. And I'm sure that no matter what you have to say, someone somewhere will benefit from it. So, again, thank you all for the support. Thank you for the love. Hug your loved ones. Tell them you love them. Peace.